Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Wednesday, November 17th. This is The Gateway. I'm Eric Schmid. Ahead, arts organizer Dee Nichols wants young activists to know that social movements throughout history needed art to advance their cause. This is a book that is written with the intentionality that you will take the knowledge, take the precedence of what has been done across the world and across time and make something yourself. St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis speaks with Nichols about her new book, Art of Protest, and the intersection of art and activism. First, this news. Car break-ins and catalytic converter thefts are on the rise in St. Louis County. In response, local lawmakers want to shift some enforcement to local courts. St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Lippman has more. Most of the crimes that lead up to stealing from a motor vehicle, like checking door handles, are misdemeanors. But Republican Councilman Tim Fitch says more often than not, people don't get charged because the prosecutor is focusing on felonies. Fitch wants to make checking multiple door handles or car trunks an ordinance violation. That way, municipal courts can handle it. We just increased the number of judges, made them full time. Uh, We've increased the number of county counselors to prosecute offenses like this. A separate piece of legislation would tighten requirements on scrapyards who accept catalytic converters. St. Louis County police say thefts from cars and of catalytic converters are up in the first 10 months of 2021 compared to last year. I'm Rachel Lippman, St. Louis Public Radio. Members of the St. Louis County Council are also hearing pleas to increase the pay at the county's Justice Center. The council heard from Justice Services staff on Tuesday who spoke of a deteriorating situation in the Clayton Jail. They say low pay is making it difficult to staff the facility, which they contend contributed to a violent attack on a corrections officer earlier this month. Martha Wheat is a correctional officer at the jail. She implored the council to raise the pay so that the environment at the jail can improve. I'm terrified. I am terrified to step in one of them pods because I don't know am I going to be able to come out of there and go back home to my family. The council could soon consider legislation that would raise pay by $2 an hour for jail employees. St. Louis Mayor Tashara Jones says a federal infrastructure bill could provide a boost for a long-sought expansion to Metrolink. St. Louis and St. Louis County leaders have been talking for years about extending the light rail service into places like North St. Louis, North St. Louis County, as well as South St. Louis. They would likely cost well over a half billion dollars. Jones told reporters on Tuesday she's working with St. Louis County Executive Sam Page to update a critical study needed to move what's known as the North-South Metrolink expansion forward. Dr. Page and I are in sync um, about that. We've discussed uh, updating the study to include the county and and what that expansion would look like in the county. So that's what we're uh, talking about right now. Jones was in Washington, D.C. on Tuesday to talk with federal transportation officials about a number of issues, including the Metrolink expansion. The Republican leader of the Missouri Senate is now running to succeed U.S. Senator Roy Blunt. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum has more on how Senate President Pro Temp Dave Schott's entry could impact the unpredictable contest. Schatz, a Franklin County Republican, made his Senate bid official on Tuesday with a web video emphasizing his track record in the Missouri Senate. I'm not the fanciest guy in the race. I'm definitely not the slickest. But if you're looking for a U.S. Senator to get the job done, then I'm your guy. 
Among other things, Schatz was a key backer of a gas tax hike that Governor Mike Parson recently signed into law. He's also led a Senate Republican caucus that's been sharply divided over key issues, especially from Schatz's rightward flank. One advantage Schatz could have over the five other Republican candidates is his ability to self-fund. He gave himself hundreds of thousands of dollars of his own money in 2014 to successfully run for the state Senate. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. A former St. Louis-based arts organizer is now documenting how art is linked to social movements across history. Visual artist Dee Nichols shares her artistic journey and her hopes that history will inspire younger activists and artists to change society. St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis spoke with Nichols about her new book, Art of Protest, and asked how she describes art activism. Art activism, uh, or artivism to me, is, is simple. It is essentially using creative practice, whether that is visual form or performance, music or oratory, um, using our creative gifts as a way of amplifying the call for, for justice um, across whatever cause or issue uh, we are fighting for. When you were here in Ferguson and you started with the mirror casket, talk a little bit about how the killing of Mike Brown kind of, you know, influenced, you know, that project. During that time period, it was a matter of really witnessing uh, the power of art to bring people together and to give an alternative uh, for how we express ourselves uh, in protest. But I also started to see during that time period the influence and impact that art could have. How does one make good and effective protest art? And then how does the artist know when that work is effective? A lot of the things that get chronicled into mainstream memory um, are often those simple messages. I remember us going out to one of the malls and nearly getting arrested because people were shocked to see chalk outlines in that space. Um, There were many uh, visuals back then that the artist STL led that, you know, they they just stick. There's a sticky factor, I I think, that comes into uh, protest art when it's effective. With with the book, I mean, there are just so many different chapters and so many different things where you're really giving people the tools of like how they can actually, you know, uh, create their own art. What do you want people who read the book to really take away from this? I don't want this book to be one that just sits on a shelf. I I don't want people to just read through it and put it away. Uh, This is a book that is written with the intentionality that you will take the knowledge, take the precedence of what has been done across the world and across time and make something yourself. And so, yes, there are various prompts uh, riddled throughout it in order to inspire you to get off of the page and go find your materials and, and make something yourself. And even at the end of the book, I mean, it's really dedicated to youth activists and what youth activists have done across the globe. So, you know, why... Why, you know, youth, you know, why paying so much attention to the youth demographic when it comes to the, you know, activism and art activism? One of the things that 
um, my editor asked me to to think about while I was writing this book was, what is it that I wanted to know when I was a kid? Because I had that early exposure to social issues as well, especially racism and segregation. Um, and it was it was this. I, I wanted someone to share their journey with me, tell me about people from worlds that I probably will never visit and how they have been brave enough to speak out, to create um, and give me the tools, the steps to perhaps do something myself. That was St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis speaking with visual artist Dee Nichols. Our David Cazares edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Eric Schmid, and this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.